Let's look in this session at Acts 4, 27-28, which I think is one of the most important passages in the Bible about the complete sovereignty of God over all things. Does His sovereignty, His control, His governance of the universe include the control, the decisive causation of sin and everything else? That's the question. So many people speak about the sovereignty of God. In vague and evasive terms, I even heard one denominational official say, well, it's possible to preach on Romans 9 without telling people what you think. Meaning his idea was keep hidden from people things in the Bible that they might stumble over. Well, I abominate that attitude. And I looked at probably six or eight commentaries this afternoon on this passage, and only one of them dealt with the issue at all that we're dealing with. It is amazing how evasive we are as Christians about this issue of God's sovereignty, and we need to help people get a firm grasp on it. So, Father, as we tackle this, open our hearts to the fact that you are God, and being God means being in control. Open our eyes to this in this text, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This is the church praying now. Truly, in this city, there were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, so describing what happened when he was crucified, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. So the question now is, what did Herod, Pilate, Gentiles, and the peoples of Israel do? What did they do? Because what they did, they did by God's hand and plan and predestination. So let's just see what they did. Luke 23, 11, Herod with his soldiers treated Jesus with contempt and mocked him and arraying him in splendid clothing sent him back to Pilate. Contempt and mockery. What did Pilate do? Pilate decided that their demand should be granted when they said they should, he should crucify him. He released the man whom had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder Barabbas, for whom they asked, but he delivered Jesus over to their will. So Pilate's expediency condoned the crucifixion of Jesus. What about the Gentiles? Here they are. The soldiers, it was only Gentile soldiers who could do the crucifying. Jews couldn't crucify, but they could will it. The soldiers also mocked him coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. So mockery. And what about the Jewish peoples, the crowds? They kept shouting, 
crucify, crucify him. So when you come back here, truly in this city, they were gathered together against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, Herod and his mockery, Pilate and his expediency, the Gentile soldiers and their mockery and their nailing him to the cross, and the peoples of Israel crying, crucify him, crucify him, all of those. And what are, what are they all? What are they? Sin, that's what they are. Pilate sinned in mocking him. Pontius Pilate sinned in handing him over to be crucified. The Gentile soldiers sinned in mocking him. The people sinned in cru crying, crucify him, crucify him. In fact, it was the worst sin ever in the history of the world. Would you agree with that? The, the murder of the Son of God is the worst sin in the universe. And here's what they say about it. These all did whatever God's hand and plan had predestined to take place. Hand. What's the implication of saying God's hand was in this? Well, here's three verses later, Acts 4.30. You stretch out your hand. Please stretch out your hand to heal. And signs and wonders are performed in the name of your holy servant Jesus. The hand of God is the, the representation of the power and presence of God's action. Right? It might be for healing or it might not be. Right here. The hand of God was involved in all these things. Hand of God, the hand of God, the hand of God doing all these things. Not just some distant decision, but his plan, which indicates wisdom, and his hand, which indicates power and present action. And all of it decided on ages ago by God. So predestination means that he was the one who was the decisive cause. There were other causes, right? Herod caused this, Pilate caused this, soldiers caused this, peoples caused this. The, the crucifixion of Jesus was caused by a thousand things. And here are four examples of human agents really responsible, really sinning against the Son of God and against God. And they say that God predestined all this, which means that God was the original decisive cause. If he hadn't caused it, then it wouldn't have decisively happened. What can we conclude from all this? One. God governs all things, including sin. Two, it is not sin in God to will 
that sin happen. That is a striking sentence, and I simply ask you to think long and hard whether, in fact, that is not implied here, because these people are not saying that God is a sinner. Herod is a sinner, Pilate is a sinner, the soldiers are sinning, the peoples are sinning, and they're doing what God predestined, and he is not sinning. And therefore, it is not sin in God to plan and to execute his purposes through sinful human agents. Three, God, God's will should be spoken about, spoken of in two senses. One, his will of decree, and another, his will of command. His will of foreordaining and his will of forbidding. He foreordained that Pilate, that Herod, Pilate, Gentiles, and Israel do their sins. He foreordained that. That was his decree. But he also forbade them from killing. Murder is sin. Mockery of the Son of God is sin. God's revealed will, revealed will, is thou shalt not mock God, thou shalt not sin, thou shalt not be arrogant, thou shalt not be expedient, thou shalt not play the wicked crowner and rober of the Son of God with thorns and a purple robe. Those are all sin, and God forbids sin. So there's the will that he decrees, and there's the will that he commands, and we must distinguish between them. And lastly, God is for us in Christ, and therefore... This sovereignty is great news. If you are facing any problem, he exerts all of this total control on your behalf. Nothing can stop God from saving you.